Well, welcome everyone to the first of our regatta reviews. Very, very excited for this. Uh, as I've posted before, I've got a great initiative with Alan Crute, uh, who is our world expert on all things Victorian schoolgirls rowing. Um, and I, I, for one, just want to comment. I just love love um, being involved or, or, or trying to shout out the schoolgirls rowing because, I mean, we all know how important women in sport is these days. And I, for one, am, am a massive fan of that. And I think this is this is the breeding ground of it all. Anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. Saturday, Sacred Heart Regatta. G'day, Alan. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Guy. Good to see you. And congratulations on your recent award. Oh, thank you. Living yeah, the up Coxon to the title thing. of your podcast. Yes, oh, it, it sort of doesn't hurt, does it, to have a little bit of uh, credibility now and then? Uh, Why don't you tell everybody hour. what you achieved? Uh, only That's some right. will know. <laughs> well, look, I'll, I'll be a bit humble because this is not about me today. This is about uh, the uh, the schoolgirls racing <laughs> and, uh, and and your your great content. Um, right. You, you well, must have had a pretty miserable day on Saturday down yeah. at the Barwon River. Well, <laughs> it was less miserable than up here because it rained till lunchtime. But fortunately, one of the schools took pity on me and donated me an umbrella. But it was pretty, uh, it was pretty dreadful till lunch. Then after lunch, it was fine. So there was a good um, turn up of junior parents. Inter parents, it was a bit light on, and there was a good turn up of senior parents in the afternoon. So just on that, Alan, you just said uh, someone loaned you an umbrella. I wouldn't have thought this is your first rodeo when it comes to attending a regatta. Did you not think of taking an umbrella no, in I had, Melbourne? I weather? had all the equipment. I had a double set of clothes as usual. When I walked out the door and it was drizzling, and I thought, oh, I'll blow the umbrella. <laughs> Bad oh, well. mistake, mate. <laughs> Never mind. Um, just so coming back to it, just one thing I want to, if I may ask there, Alan, um, you mentioned the juniors, the seniors, and uh, and the inters. Can you just briefly explain the differences of those three? Only for, you know, some, oh. some parents listening in might sort of, kids <clears throat> have just started year nine or year eight at the end of the year eight season going, what does all this mean, you know? Well, at the moment, um, junior, juniors is year eight or below. And um, when they get to head of school girls next year, they mostly year nines, not all, but mostly. Uh, inters are at the moment year nines, but it head of school girls next year are year tens. Yeah. And um, at the moment, seniors are year tens, year elevens, going into year elevens, year twelves. Yep. That that division, that senior division, is called open because sometimes you get girls rowing up. So you can sure. have a, for instance, a junior girl rowing in inters, um, and a um, an integral rowing in seniors, but they can't go down. Don't go down, okay. and go up. Yeah. And, and yeah. some cruel coaches might want to make the intergirls row further in the seniors division. Is that? Uh... <laughs> well, if they're up there, mate, they're usually pretty good. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, so Saturday was the sacred. The eights, eh? So Saturday was the sacred hard regatta. What have you got to tell me? What were the highlights oh, of the day? All right. Well, let's start with the um, the first date, where that's the only time we see the first date before Christmas. Yep. And if you remember from our casual convo, we were thinking that maybe uh, Loretto Turek and MLC and uh, Melbourne Girls um, Grammar School were going to be the top three boats yep. this year. And there's nothing that we saw at the weekend to suggest um, we changed that view. Um, sure. Loretto looked energetic. They, they're always happy. They're going to be difficult to beat. Very powerful yeah. row. They won by two lengths. The timing system sort of died Ooh. during the day. so. Uh, I'll only tell you times when I can, but sure. um, they won by two lengths with MGGS, about a half a length further back. Um, those top three are well in front of the rest. Perhaps not Wesley, but we haven't seen them in a racing regatta yet. Yep. Um, Loretto beat Genazano 
in the heat by 15 seconds, and they then yeah. beat. Uh, they were then about two seconds in front of Geelong That's about College. Five lengths, Alan. That's about five lengths. Yeah, I think I think Shinazano and Geelong College are mid fleet, which you yep. might think is just so so, but both those crews were in the bottom four last year, so they yep. should be pretty pleased with that. So MLC beat MGGS in the heat by 0.66 of a second. So I think those three are certainly the ones you'd look at. Yeah, um, yeah. Loretto Ballarat rode fairly well, but I mean, that's a mid-fleet boat in that competition. I and mean, they'll go back to fours, I would have thought. And Shelford will probably row Division 2. Uh, um, head of Schoolgirls, and of course, it's head of, um, Shelford's last year. Yeah. So talking to somebody yesterday, I thought it might be quite nice if the committee allowed Shelford to do a row past. Yeah, right, I yes. the Saturday lunch or Sunday lunch. Mm. Um, I don't have a copy of the... Um, uh, list of people on the committee there this year as yet but three of them i see last year were from small schools so they'd yep. appreciate the trauma sometimes people go through with small schools oh, and shelford's terrible. going of course the whole school's yeah. going it's terrible mm. yeah so i thought that um i'm not sure they can use past schools because of insurance purposes with them being on the river but certainly if they could get three or four boats out to do a thousand meter down row down yeah they could dwell at the um at the finish line while people can express their thanks to the uh, school yeah yeah that'd be a great concept director of rowing up um up in the uh com box and uh you know spend a few minutes just talking about the um the school i thought that was a good idea yeah great idea and another idea to keep the name going, you know, we have the Morongo. Yes, the so I was about to bring that up because that's, yeah, uh, well, that's, that's a coveted award. Well, I wondered about Shelford, what if we could do anything. And the only thing I could think of is that we have, like the Sheffield Shield, we have the Shelford Shield. Oh, yeah. And what we could do is um, for the finals in Division One, and I have tested this on last year's mm. results. Yeah. That we give a points award. Oh, yeah, I like it. To the the best school in Division One. So, yep. as you might recall, there's three Division One boat types in juniors: yep. double skull, singles, and quads. There's um there's four in inters. I'm excluding the fours there because that's practically died off. And there's five in seniors. Right. So, if you award points four, three, two, one from first to fourth, um, you get a really nice little uh, mini competition which the commentator could refer to from time to time, particularly as they have help on those days. Mm. Um, so, for instance, last year, um, Halibri won the junior singles, Coral won the junior doubles, MGGS won the junior quad. And, you know, after the juniors, Ginazano led by five points with um, um, St. Catharines and so on. So what happens is when you go through, um, MGGS would have won on 11 points from Albert Park College on nine. No, right. Uh, Wrighton and Gippsland on eight each. Then Loretto, Turak and St. Catharines and Corowa and Corowa with a C, the New South Wales Corowa on seven. MLC only had one point because only one, one final. Yeah. So the thing is, Shelford, as you know, is embraced small boats. They embrace big boats. And that sort of um, competition would... Um, sort of bring out the best in um, that, that's interesting because when you're going through that there the first thing i thought of when you're talking about the concept that oh this is only going to favor the big schools but doesn't uh, that's only, that's really interesting that's a only great concept division one yeah great so idea the, the problem with the middle middle tally at um head of school girls that sometimes schools get really excited about it, it's meaningless yeah because if you if your school wins um half a dozen medals in juniors from six to ten or six to nine 
Yep. It really doesn't mean a hell of a lot. So that that actually is a good balance between the bigger boats and the smaller boats, and it actually keeps all you do is you get a hundred dollar shield, you know, one of those um, wooden shields. Yeah. And you get the metal thingos on yeah. it, and you just engrave it each year, and that still holds it for a year. I think that's an absolutely ripper idea, Alan. Is, yeah. that your, is that your idea, that one? Yeah, it is, actually. Oh, I think that's fantastic. It needs to get some legs, and hopefully that gets well, pushed out to RV and whoever else needs to get behind it. Yeah. Well, that's it's very good. easy. I mean, all you'd say after the first of those finals is, oh, Halebury's on four points. That's a good result. And da -da. And well, I certainly know it. Um, the commentator toting up the results and keep he or she informed and you're in business, I think. Well, at club level, we all keep an eye on, on championship points and so forth. And I know we, well, we're, when, we, when we're rowing our mixed dates, we always end up with Mercantile deciding to come along and blow well, us all away so they can well, get a few points. <laughs> I'll just, I mean, I know our audience can't see it, but that's all I did, that table. Yeah, right. Okay. Yes. That's yes. easy. That took me yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. So it's, so it's, not hard, it's not a hard thing to put together. No, it isn't. Now, in, in second division eights, yep. um, Loretto Turak won in a thriller from MLC. They were very close at the Melbourne head as well. Right. Um, interestingly, Ballarat High School beat um, MGGS's Baby Eight, which I thought was a mild surprise. Yeah. You know, good on, good on uh, Ballarat High. And um, the gap again between Geelong College and Genazano was very close. So I don't think right. those 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 two schools are in the top three or four, but um, they look much better than last year, although yep. Genazano's seconds last year were better. The real excitement of the day is in quads. Yep. Because, as you might recall, a Gippsland Grammar who won Melbourne Head, they decided to um, travel via flood to Canberra for the day and participate in the Canberra Grammar School regatta. Right. And I'm sure the director of rowing up there was watching the results in um, on the Barwon with some interest because... What happened on the Barwon was that Bar Barwon Rowing Club, which is essentially Cardinia, yep. beat Wrighton by a sliver. There's Ooh, no right. times, but I was sitting on the yep. bridge. It was dead square, and they would have mm. beaten them by a sliver. Yep. Then in the, so Wrighton was in the B final, and they, which they duly won. Then in the A final, MGC only beat Barwon by half a length or so. You know, it was anybody's yep. you know 300 meters out. Again, no timing, but we won't worry about that. So for the first time in a long time, even though I've tried to build up this competition as um, a competition that could be even, Wrighton has usually run away with it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> They've just dominated the thing, Excellent. haven't they? Well, this year might be slightly different because at the moment, you've got to remember that at the um, Melbourne head, at the Melbourne head, um, Gippsland has won, has beaten MGC by 16 seconds. Okay. Right. So yeah. then... MGC's come out and won that event at the weekend. So that's interesting. The other, the wild card in the piece is that Ballarat Grammar was second at the Melbourne head. Um, so just getting down to the nitty gritty, the top four last year were uh, not in order, Gippsland, Barwood, Wright and MGC. Yep. They look like the top four this year and it looks as if it might be tighter. Okay, which is very Which exciting. makes it more exciting when the, uh, when the game gets serious in a few months time. Absolutely. Hmm. And the really interesting wildcard, as I say, is Ballarat Grammar. They've been spending a lot of time, I hear, in single skulls on Wendoree. Oh, yeah. They've only rowed skulls so far. They have to row a four at the head of the lake. But will they try their luck this year at skulls or will they, uh, in quads, or will they go back to the four? Okay, hmm. so that's, that's interesting. But this fleet is now quite, it's quite a full fleet. I mean, you've got Fintana, 
Albert Park, Strathcona, Corowa, Lowther Hall. Um, I'm not sure what Turak College is going to do, but at the moment they're rowing a quad, and then of course you've got PLC, which might row Div 2, but essentially you've got 11 or 12 boats. And so in the past, the quad fleet tends to peter out at six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Now it's going a whole division more. Which so there's is more really depth, more depth coming out into that. There's uh, more depth that because the fours right. competition's dying. Yeah. And schools like Gippsland, NGC, and Barwood Rowing Club are really coming to the fore, which yeah. is very exciting. So that there were, and in all these um, races at the weekend, there were some girls missing. I mean, at the end of the years, I mean, I heard one girl from one particular school was in Cambodia with a family. I mean, a lot of people go on early holidays. Yeah, yeah. So there, you know, some of those eight screws, there was one, two or three missing. So we don't Which, which can make a there. substantial difference. It can make got, a substantial yeah, difference. Yeah. And I mean, that was the case in one of those quad crews. There were two girls missing. Golly, so 50% um, so, of your power. <laughs> hmm? That's 50% of your crew, isn't it? Well, I mean, that know. particular one I'm referring to had a head of school girls bronze medalist come into that boat. So that oh, made okay. a hell of a difference. But yeah, so that... But that division, that whole um, Q1 division, quads division one, looks yep. like an absolute ripper. So yep. very mm -hmm. exciting. Um, Q2, division two, um, although MGGS won, that was essentially a split eight and MLC's inter, inters were um, third. So you don't worry about that because they won't be there. Yep. But MGC was second, right and were fourth and Strathy, Strathy won the B final. So I think the way that looks at the moment probably looks like MGC, Strathy and Wrighton, but that's early days. Yep. Um, you've always got to eliminate the boats that aren't going to be there. Um, in single skulls, well, I mean, uh, Katie McNeil, the rather superstar uh, yep. from Mercantile and um, Halibri, of course, she won the inter-single skull quite comfortably. And then came out and won the senior single skull. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's quite a talent. <laughs> so she's shaking them up then. Yeah, and you would you believe, I, I saw the entries for Hamilton. She's even going to drive down to Hamilton and compete. Yeah, there. right. That's a yeah, trick. Just on that, Alan, with the single skulls and, you know, part of yeah. my number one interest, of course, is my daughter rode at, uh, at Finchner, a smaller school, and they, they put a few single skulls in all the time. And uh, and some, some, of the, you know, some of the rowers in, in single skulls across the board... Um, they, they could be a fair way back, but they're out there having a go. And, and you know, it, it is terribly courageous as yeah. a young kid to jump into a single skull at a rowing regatta, I think. And especially when you see juniors, you think, my God, they oh, just yeah. not, do they just not know how, how scary it actually is? They're unaware of it. I don't know. It's it's it, I, 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 for the life, I've done a lot of single sculling, but I don't care if I come last. It's all a bit of a laugh. Well, but, that's well, really, there was a heartwarming really story. Yes, there was a heartwarming story at the weekend because one of the lasses, who I won't name, she got stuck in the reeds in the, yeah. in the seniors event going up, yeah. and she got upset. I think it was her first time in the in a single. Anyway, I, she got going eventually after about five minutes, and then when the race started, she went like the clappers. <laughs> <laughs> Adrenaline <laughs> build up. And there was another lass who I met with her uh, squad, and she she was apprehensive about her appearance in the same event. Yeah. And she went very well also. So, I mean, once they get going and have their first race, they're often fine. Well, it's a, it's a hell of a good way to give you some confidence if you have a good Absolutely. if you have a good race. And obviously, as we know, the rowing community is so supportive. Everyone knows how oh, hard yes. it is. And, and the people in the eights and quads and so forth, they admire the, the guys in the singles oh, going, yeah. oh, you've got more courage than me. Good uh, on you. No, those two girls did particularly well. Alice yeah. Joyce, who was a few lengths away from um, Katie, Yep. is um, 
highly likely to medal ahead of school girls in the senior single skull. I'm just looking at last year's results. Most of the girls have either not rowing or have finished school. So I think that event's pretty wide open. Yep. A lot of the girls I noticed too, who could single skull and who are at bigger schools, um, perhaps have that feeling that they'd like to be rowing with their mates. Um, and I think you might find that a lot of our better single scholars actually row in a larger boat ahead of schoolgirls, just because they prefer to do that. Yeah, uh, sure. I, yeah. I tested that out with a few of the parents of those girls at the weekend, and that's the message I got. Um, in um, just quickly in in fours, um, there were only two contestants, uh, Clarendon, which won easily from Halebury. The fours competition looks pretty bleak. Um, we have Clarendon, probably Loretto Ballarat, um, Damascus, Halebury. I'm not sure what Ballarat Grammar is going to do, so we might have four, we might have five, but it's looking pretty average. Mm. In the second division, um, um, it was easily Loretto Ballarat. Interestingly, there, their thirds or fourths, I'm not sure which is which there, beat Ballarat Clarendon seconds, but that in Ballarat, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seconds yeah. sometimes beat the foot. I mean, you, you just don't know. You it. never know what happens. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. And in the doubles, um, the two girls from Albert Park again won. Um, right and beat Turak College in the um, heat, and Turak College reversed the favour in the final. So it was uh, Albert Park first, Turak College second, Right and third. Um, interesting there, Turak College contains Sophia Miller who's a Nationals medalist. Yep. And um, the other lass in that boat has got the same name as my wife. So oh. I, I recognise that boat whenever I see it. Um, <laughs> but interestingly there, those girls are also in the um, quad. So it'll be interesting to see whether the, they see the opportunity of meddling in that smaller boat event or they go back to the quad where the other two girls and the cocks are. That's going to be kind of interesting. The Wrighton girls... Um, could easily stay in that double skull, except if right and aren't doing quite as well in the quad, they might get pulled back in. I don't know, and it's a bit early to say. Yeah. Um, and on the smaller, uh, not smaller, I beg your pardon, the um, juniors and inters, it's really, I have a little mathematical formula I use to see who's sort of, which schools dominated the day. Um, there was one decent prang in the junior first where Ballarat Grammar sort of took out Melbourne girls grammar. Whoops. Girls oh, grammar dear. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, I'm feeling for the cocks already. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but well, it happens. There were a lot of accidents and it was pretty, the mm. weather was pretty murky and a lot yeah. of them was only their first regatta. And in this, I mean, in juniors, there's not a lot of difference between junior first div and junior fourth at this no. stage. No, no, no. No, So in juniors, Loretto Turek was the dominant school followed by um, Strathcona and MLC, then Loretto, Ballarat, and St. Catharines. Yeah, right. um, And I just used a little formula on the top four divisions. Um, all of those events were split events, which meant there are uh, more than 16 entries in each. Wow. Um, so, um, and, but clearly, <clears throat> excuse me, look, just watching Loretto was clearly the most dominant school at yep. that level. In intermediates, um, with a little bit more even there, not all of those events were split, only um, IQ2 and IQ3, the second and third division. In that level, um, Loretto Turek was still the dominant school with Melbourne Girls Grammar there just behind with Melbourne Girls College. 
MLC, um, St Catharines, and then back to Ballarat, Clarendon, Wrighton. Um, so, you know, it was a good day. Um, it's pretty we don't have more racing regattas prior to Christmas. Yeah, it's a bit light on, isn't it? Well, I mean, we've got the grand mm. final. The Melbourne Cup week ruins two weekends. Yeah, of course. If you're a rower, if you're a yeah. race goer, yeah. <laughs> you're loving it. Um, but, um, yeah, it was a good day. Excellent. Now, when's the uh, when's the next uh, next regatta? Re the well, next main the, regatta? Well, yeah, the, the there's minor regattas pre-Christmas. So you've yep. got the Henley on the Maribyrnong. Yes, that's a, a little sprint one, isn't it? Yeah, it is a sprint one. Oh, I'm not love sure that. whether many schools will enter 350. I mean, that's yeah. more for the masters and yeah, have you have a bit of fun? Yeah, I would have thought. Um, you'll find Hamilton, Alexandra, and um, some other schools will go down to the Hamilton. And I'll just do a prelim on that. I won't look at individual events. The first major one is the Barwon Regatta, which you'd be well familiar with. Yep. And prior to that is so. the Ballarat 2K Regatta, which more schools yep. compete at than you'd imagine. So I'll probably go to that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think the other thing too uh, is worth sort of touching on, especially at the juniors and and even what somewhat inters level, is uh -huh. as we hit the summer break, um, you can see all sorts of things happening because some of the kids as newbies to the sport get highly motivated and they're jumping on the ergos every second day, and then oh. all of a sudden, <clears throat> uh, come come January or end of January, and the season's kicking in proper, that that they've gone from. Um, you know, minnows to, to, you know, powerhouses to jump into boats and it can mean yeah. a lot of moving around, can't it? You know, oh, especially at junior level. I mean, there's a big difference when you're st standing on the bridge looking down on a very slick Laredo Turak first eight to yep. um, a lot of the younger crews. <laughs> um, yes. You would have been interested. There was a one particular boat of a small school, I think it was an eight, where um, they lost, the, they were going to win the heat, but Foxing ability desert, deserted them. Oh, oh dear. Oh. <laughs> fact, can we say that on, on my on my uh, on my platform though, Alan? You know, we were supportive of Croxons. <laughs> no, I love. No, it, it all it happens to everyone. I think I everyone. suggested to the parent of one of the, well, the parent of uh, that school fun. who was on the bridge that um, she access your um, your piece on uh, what is it? Ten tips is it? tips for Croxons. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I thought that that place. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you and I both know you can lose two or three lengths in a fifteen hundred meter race. And, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was probably just a thousand. That one, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, but it was know, fun like, down there. The the, the par parents were all friendly, which is good, and um, it all went well. Um, I've got a bit of a plan for moving a regatta and what have you um, to try to even up the numbers. I mean, yeah. In fact, the Lauriston regatta had 180. Uh, it's too a little too small. The Loretto Turak. We're going to have about 116, which I think they weren't disturbed by, but um, I think that's too small. And this one had 341, which is too big. I mean, when you're getting home yeah. at eight o'clock at night, yeah, uh, you're getting there at seven. It, it's a it's a long day, isn't it? It's a long well, it's day. Well, it's not necessary. Yeah. If you had if you had the other regatta right in front of it, yeah, spread it over two weeks, would be much better. I, I suppose it's the catch 22 when you've got so many different boat classes too. You know, well, you've got uh, to run I'm, the events. Yeah, I mean, the Loretto regatta. Well, I'm not going to go over history, but what I'd probably do is have the Loretto Regatta the week beforehand, yep. put in the senior events in there as well, and then limit the entries to 250, 275, yep. or whatever RV thinks is the right thing. And then you've got all these extras that will come to the Sacred Heart Regatta. The reason why the reason why you want the Loretto Turak 
regatta with senior events is the earlier you get those um, racing regattas in, it's more likely the girls are still around. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. lot of those um, senior schools didn't put their eights in because they had ten girls away on camp and stuff. Yeah. So you want it, you want that, you want that race, you want an equivalent set of races a week earlier, I think. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, exciting, exciting times ahead. So much more we could talk about, but I've got to save some stuff because we're going to be doing a few of these going forward, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, well, so, have to be know. super organised. That wasn't too bad. What have we gone no. for? Just, um, just under half an hour. Excellent. There have a go. merry Christmas. Will do, Alan. Thank you for uh, for joining me and uh, stay in touch, everyone, with Rowing Regatta and Form Guides on Facebook. Um, he will, uh, Alan, will be sharing all this as will I and. Uh, Hopefully everyone's got something out of it. And yeah. uh, if you've got any ideas or suggestions or what you'd even like us to have a chat about, by all means, uh, let us know. Yeah. And I'm sure we'd be happy to cover off a few things. I know terminology might be a thing for a few parents. Um, reach out, ask the question. Right. We'll, we'll give the answers. Um, so thanks again, Alan, and um, we'll see you uh, next time. Yeah, let's um, have a lovely summer. You too. All the best. Okay, cheers. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.